Press play, curtain of an hour in. It's time to take spin. The shade and tea to spill. Ooh, drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book? Who got nom? They option no. Oh, I'm not well. What, what star will we talk to today? Oh, that's a gag, honey. Say no more. Drama. Drama. Welcome to Drama, a podcast that covers theater, pop culture, love, and life in New York City. I am Connor McDowell. And I'm Dylan McDowell. And there is something we need to address. I know. We need to address something because I just, in the last like hour, I got two troubling texts from two former lovers. Mm -hmm. And they like reached out out of the blue. It's been ages. And and you've been visibly thrown. I'm visibly thrown. The look (laughs) on my face was pure shock. My heart's like racing right now thinking about it. I'm just being being overly dramatic. But anyway, what do we need to address? We need to just clear, clear that out of the room and that I know. we need to talk about how we saw like the third preview of company this yeah. week we need to talk about it it was brilliant obsessed yeah i it, think it's one of my favorite productions of anything i've ever seen that's big that's big that's big and i also think it's my favorite musical of the season so far i do really i do okay i know no i mean it was great yeah i think the direction was fabulous what they've done to update it not only to modern day, but to have a female lead. I think the possibilities for company could be endless. I think they could have gone a little further even. Oh, what do you mean? What do like, you... I don't think all the boyfriends needed to be boyfriends. Like, I oh. think some, like some of the other genders could have been switched as well. But hey, Absolutely. I'm not complaining. Like we, we got no. here and it's really good. Um, and Matt Doyle. Our former guest and friend of the podcast, Matt Doyle, was phenomenal. He got, it stopped the show, his yeah. number. And I, I would not be surprised if we heard his name a lot more during awards <gasps> season. Drama. Our favorite time of the year, awards season. Yes. Um, yes. And then, I mean, of course, to see Ms. Patty Lupone. I know. And we had seen her in War Paint before, mm-hmm. which we were like, we don't know if we'll ever see her again. We yeah. need to go. Well, she said she would never do another musical. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. And then there was the hip. Her timing, her vocals, unmatched. We were eating out of the palm of her hand. I know. She got a Applause and applause, like it was almost a stand, almost a standing ovation. Even when she, before she started her big number, she's like, "I'd like to propose a toast." And the, the crowd audience goes wild. Nuts. It was a moment in time for sure. They were I know. for that. But also, you know, I will say we did see one other production of Company prior. Oh, with Aaron Tveit, your your fave, my my number one, and I missed him in a way. He was so good. I think about his being alive all the time. I know. Well, I think I like to go into a show blind, so mm-hmm. like, or you know, I guess without having heard it before. And so, obviously, Company had been out for a long time. Before I even saw it, Aaron Tveit's production, which is the first one we saw. Yeah. Um, and Lauren Marcus was in it too. Yeah, and she's... Mara Davi yeah. from Smash. Um, oh my God, we'll talk about Smash. But uh, yes, I don't think I understood the brilliance of Company the first time. I was a little bit overwhelmed. I was a little bit confused. I was like, is this a linear story? All that. But since in, in the years since, I have fallen in love with it. And I think it's one of the most brilliant pieces of theater. I agree. That exists. Like most Sondheim pieces, it ages with you. Yes. You learn more things every time you see it. I know. Speaking and of And I relate age. to Bobby. I relate to Bobby oh, too. Wait, okay, wait, I know, I know. That, We're that. like really jumping in, but I think um, I relate to the idea of maybe not settling down, wanting to settle down. I mean, obviously I'm about 10 years younger than Bobby is, but I can truly connect to it. And I was thinking about my own connection to what the character Bobby means. And then I was thinking, okay, well now they have a woman playing Bobby. Could could it be a gay woman? Could it be a bi woman? Could it be a gay man? And I think the answer is yes, because it is a universal story. Sure. And I think making small changes to old pieces, not old pieces of theater, but theater that has been out for a while is totally fine. Um, because it's not like we're not gonna see the original production the way it was originally written again. Right, you know what absolutely. I mean? Like, and I know the controversial West Side Story production that's out right now, this is the last thing I'll say about it. I am not as upset about the changes made to the, like the cut songs, all that. Sure. I mean, the controversies aside, which we know what they are and, you know. Right. But I think it's okay that this production in particular is a little bit different because I think we will see the original West Side Story again. Oh, without a doubt. You know? Without it's, a doubt. It's done every month around the country, I'm sure. You I'm know? certainly no purist when it comes to revivals. I think that if you're going to do it again, change some things up. Like that Oklahoma revival is a great example yeah, of that. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. Wow, we're really ranting. I don't know why we're going off right now. Okay, anyway. Dylan. I think we need to bring in our guest. I know. Who is one of the number one requested people. Anytime we put out the siren call for someone to say, who do you want on Who do you want on drama? 
this person is always listening. And that's difficult to get. Not everybody has that. Not everybody has that. I'm going to bring him in. Yes, please. Our guest today is already a star. Having made his Broadway debut at the ripe age of 16 is the titular role in Dear Evan Hansen. In addition to being the winner of the Best Actor Award at the 2018 National High School Musical Theater Awards, a.k.a. the Jimmy Awards, yes, God. he has his own theater company called Znifrock. Productions, where he raises money for autism awareness. He's also the writer and honestly performs whatever role he needs to in his parody musical, <laughs> Star Wars, a, nu- a Musical Hope. And after a year of waving through a window, our guest has decided he's taking his talents to Harvard University to further his education. With droves of followers and fans, the sky is the limit for this incredible performer, actor, and creator. Please welcome to drama, Andrew, Andrew Barth Feldman. Hi. Hello. Oh, this is so ah. fun. We I were agree ranting. With all the things you said. <laughs> I know you were like itching to jump. Well, I haven't seen Company yet, but I'm okay. di- absolutely dying to. I, mean, I am going to pick this up. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm dying to see it. Well, because you were, you know, in a show for a year. Did you even see much of anything over the no, last year? No, I, I got to see Oklahoma while okay, cool, I was in the cool. show, which was great. I didn't see Patrick Vale, which I regret. Oh, he was really good. I know, mm-hmm. uh, but the under, the understudy was great. I don't yeah. remember his name, but he was fantastic. Um, yeah, I, I saw that. I feel like there was one other show that I saw. I'm finally like seeing everything. I just saw Moulin Rouge for like the third time. Yes. And like I do like Moulin Rouge a lot. Like not like three times in a row, but like <laughs> everyone keeps being like, let's go see Moulin Rouge. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah, sure. Like let's it's just it. a party. It's the yeah, best time. It is. Uh, I just saw that last night and then I'm. Did, so did you see it? With, you saw it last night. I saw it again last oh night. Oh my God, yeah. any understudies? I did. So, okay, the first time I had the full cast, last time I saw it, I had an understudy for Aaron, who was oh, great. Oh, he missed. They, you know, he's like legendary. For I know, but it was missing. like a th- weird like Thursday matinee oh so. that they do those yeah yeah and then and then uh last night i had an understudy for santiago and he was great oh, as well cool. and i love the guy who who does it but he was great oh how cool i know i want to i, I love the understudies me too because when they're well when they're good it's like mm-hmm. oh my god like i'm seeing something very special tonight yeah i have such a newfound appreciation for it after <laughs> doing a broadway show mm-hmm. and like you know needing them and also like befriending them so much like they, yeah. they became like my core like family all the understudies in the building so Aww. it was it's I have such an appreciation for them and I loved going on with understudies oh I can imagine yeah, it changes yeah. it up too I mean after a year of doing something it can get very and, and especially in a production like that that has to be so specific mm-hmm. having new energy is so so useful you're so imagine. young, but you, I already feel like you have an old soul <laughs> in many ways I hear that a lot I, I can, that I can imagine much. that yeah I have to ask you before we jump into anything else sure are you well yeah, right now I am. Yeah. I, I, it's funny. I like, <laughs> I've been, I've been going back to the theater every now and then to mm-hmm. say hi to everyone, and they're like, "Oh my god, like you got like a tan," and I'm like, "No, I just have color in my face again." <laughs> like, I was sick for an entire year, and not, Aww. not like, not like sick. Like I was diagnosed with like sickness, but like I had the symptoms of like coronavirus for an entire oh, year. Oh like god, I was yeah. pale and coughing, mm. and like, and my diet was super restricted. So like that's what this role does, and and they're like, "Yeah, you're going through the Evan transformation. Where, like you grow a bit of a beard." and you have uh-huh. color again and like you grow a couple <laughs> inches and you gain a couple pounds uh-huh. after. Um, yeah so it was a crazy year but right now yeah Good. I'm, I'm well I'm glad to hear I'm you, glad seem, you are. seem well you do you know that's so funny you mentioned that because I can imagine going through what Evan goes through mm-hmm. from start to finish I'm, I'm sure is traumatizing you're just like yeah. You go through it, and you're. Yeah. I mean, I didn't get to see you in the show, but That's okay. I'm sure you're like crying. You're feeling every emotion. Yeah. I mean, but it's also really cathartic at the end yeah. of the day, and and the trauma is healed in the show. Mm-hmm. So, it absolutely so is. at the beginning, I think I really didn't allow myself that catharsis. But as I as I went on, I knew that I I sort of found that I really needed it. Yeah. So it was yeah, it was a crazy crazy special year. Oh, I I can just hear like the way that you're talking about it. It seems like it's something that you're continuing to sort of make peace with it being over, and it'll be with you forever. But um, yeah. so, can you tell the story? I know it's been often told about yeah. how you ultimately were discovered and brought into Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah, Wait, crazy. I don't actually know. Oh, really, really, really? Yeah, really? I don't know okay, the story. That's it's so like, fun. It's legendary. It's sort of it's crazy the way mm-hmm. the way people talk about it now is like mm-hmm. it's like this Broadway legend story, and yeah. that's like so cool. Um, <laughs> Iconic. But it's, okay, so starting from like the beginning, I played Frank Jr. in my school's production of Catch Me If You Can, which besides Evan is the hardest I've ever worked for a role. Mm-hmm. That's and my favorite musical. You know, time. I didn't love it until I did it. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh my God, there's so much here yeah. for this character. So I worked really hard and then I sort of found out about the Jimmy Awards, the National High School Musical Theater Awards. And I went up to my teacher and I was like, can we submit for the Roger Reese Awards, which is the New York. Okay region Jimmy Awards that if you win that you right. get to the Jimmy Awards. 
I was nominated for a Roger Reese Award. I went and did that, and I won, which was crazy on its own. So then I go to do the Jimmy Awards. Craziest week, still most intense week of my life. Like it's, it was 14 hour days of like Broadway boot camp. It's insane. If you've ever never seen the documentary, I highly recommend it because it, it's very it, funny. I've never seen the documentary, but I've read Natalie Walker's. Oh, like it's perfect behind the scenes. I read it like once a month. It's <laughs> she is a genius. She and, is. And I felt like I was uh, in the room. There. Beyond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everything that she said was true, and like I was like, oh my god, I forgot about that because like by the end of the day, we'd be like, remember two days ago when we did this, and we were like, oh wait, that was this morning. Like that was the kind <laughs> oh of week. Oh my god. So. And the end of the week comes and I win the Jimmy Awards mm-hmm. with Renee Rapp, who's currently doing Mean Girls, who is like one of my closest friends. Oh and my that God. was insane. Like, like people talk about that now. Like, like that's like your, my roots. Mm-hmm. And that's still crazy to me. Yeah. The Jimmy Awards thing. <laughs> the Jimmy Awards were sponsored by Dear Evan Hansen that year and now are sponsored every year by Dear Evan Hansen. So Stacey Mindich, our lead producer, was in the audience and Tara Rubin, our casting director, was a judge. So at intermission, Stacey texted Tara and said, I think that's our next Evan. Get oh. out. Oh my God. <laughs> so I met Tara after the show. We had a meeting and, and then they called me in for like, a, a, what I later found out was many people's like the equivalent of their final callback. Like, oh. like people who had been through the ringer, like this was what months had led them up to. Okay. I had sort of skipped the line, which is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I fast, auditioned fast pass. Yeah. I, yes. <laughs> Disney vibes. <laughs> I, yeah. Fast pass. I fast passed the Dear Evan Hansen audition. <laughs> and, uh, I, it was for the male swing actually, which okay. I speculate now was them trying not to scare me. Sure. Um, hmm. but it was like a session with an associate director and then it was Michael Greif, Benjamin Justin, Alex Lacamoire, <laughs> Stacey Mendich, Stephen Levinson were all in the room. And I walk in the room and I'm like, hi. And Michael Griff is like, hello, Andrew, would you like to do a little waving for us? And I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> and they all laughed and I said, sorry, I'm just really excited to be here. And I think that's how I got the job. Um, <laughs> and then like, it was like three days after that, that I found out that I. Oh, wow. The one, Amazing. That was one and done. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like, well, cause Benj always tells me like, we were looking for an Evan and you walked in the room and you were Evan and that was it. Like, wow. Oh my God. I love that story. It's insane. It's very, very, very crazy and like that's actually what it is and what happened like like it seems ridiculous but that's for real what it was and so that was like summer the year before yeah. you did Evan Hansen okay that was yes that was the summer before okay and I started in January the January after okay so god did- I remember the summer we saw Dear Evan Hansen mm-hmm. in DC yeah we were was that wow. 2015? 2015. It was a different show. Stage. It was, yes. And it was on a whim. Dylan was, we were visiting our friends, Alex and Michelle, who were living. And Isaac. And Isaac. Who, yes, yes, yes. They were all living in DC that summer. And we had like, I don't know, you you, you heard about it or something. Mm-hmm. You were like, oh, the kid from Pitch Perfect, Benji from Pitch Perfect mm-hmm. is in this show that's written by the guys who did Dogfight. And Songs on Smash. And Songs on Smash. Which were, I was like, I'm in. Yeah. And so we went, we got these cheap tickets. They like did like a pay your age thing. Oh, so I wow. paid, and we were a little younger. We were, I was so young. Was it was the tickets. cheapest ticket in town. <laughs> we were like front mez. And truly, I think what I knew about the show was it was about a... <laughs> Which is funny now because it's been out for years, but I think the, the the what they were marketing it as was like a boy tells a lie. Yeah. And this and it and that's all you need to know. Well, like they had no idea finals. how to market the show. Mm-hmm. They had no idea what the appeal of the show was. Yeah. It was before they'd written "You Will Be Found," right. which is now the big thing of the, yes. in the show. I remember there was a, a strange. It wasn't strange. part of me. Yeah. Part of me, which we now have a re- like a yeah, which is great. Of it. And if Are you, you ask, that? no, okay, okay. It, they did the deluxe album like right before I came <sighs> in, which I was like, come on, I know <laughs> Taylor's amazing, but like yeah. I, I would have. <laughs> really like to um, but uh, so uh, yes part of me is if you ask anyone in the cast like oh I hate that song yes and I love the song but it's just because you know it doesn't serve the story the same way that mm-hmm. you'll be found does yeah um, and also there was a different opening number yeah. right this will be the year this will be, be the year which we Maybe were gagged for we loved it I don't know yeah, why we so were so good. obsessed mm-hmm. oh my god I literally loved it but we um from the second waving I mean, which it's weird to talk about this now but from the second waving through window started Full body chills, and they didn't stop the rest Lump of the show. In my throat. I was so like, yep. emotionally moved by the show, and I think there's something really cool about going into something cold, having no idea what it is, and just being so affected by it. Not not having word of mouth telling you what you should think, or if you're gonna love yep. it, or if you're not gonna love it, or whatever you're supposed to think about something because you've read reviews. All I knew about the know? show, but when I saw it, was that Ben Platt was amazing, mm-hmm. and that yeah. I would be good in the role. That was oh, I love that. I love that. It it was Mark Timonelli, who we were yeah, just yeah. talking about before, who runs Broadway Workshop. We 
I heard waving through a window was the first thing I heard. And I said, I hope this show flops so that I can <laughs> sing this in every audition. Uh-huh. And he said, you hope this show succeeds so you can be in it. Oh, and I was like, it was 2016. So sure, yeah. I was, I was young, like 14 <laughs> or 15. And, uh, yeah. Same. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. That, that was, I mean, so then I knew I had to see it and I was like, and I remember saying on Facebook, I hope you're right about this one, Mark. And I like, uh, said that on Facebook. Oh, that's, oh, that's drama. It's very great. That's drama. There that's you go. drama. So, okay. So did you see it then once it came to New York in second stage? Yeah. I, I No, I saw it on Broadway. On I didn't Broadway, see okay. it in second stage because that was before I like, re- like I was, I was like, my town's resident theater historian, but like sure. that was Broadway and like only Broadway and I knew nothing about off Broadway. So I only saw it on Broadway and I heard these amazing things about it. And I was like, that was it. Like, that's what theater mm-hmm. is. That's what theater should be. And I saw it again with Ben and then I saw it with Taylor and then I saw it like 13 more times with Taylor when I was cast. Uh-huh. But yeah, it, yeah, it was, I mean, it was life changing. And I think I had yet to, even until this year, I'd really had yet to acknowledge my own struggles with mental health, my own mm-hmm. anxiety and stuff. And, and so that show articulated something to me that I didn't know how to be articulated to me. And that's the responsibility that I felt doing it every night was, okay, yeah. that's what I, that's a service that I'm providing to some kid out there, probably many who at the stage where I hear like, this show saved my life, your performance saved mm-hmm. my life, um, which is crazy. And, and that would go for anyone playing the role because it's such a perfect airtight show. Um, but I knew what it did for me, and so that was yeah. the responsibility that I had was to do that for for others. Yeah, and it's interesting to see the way that fans have really latched on to you. It's I'm, really nice, and and it's funny because it's it's sort of split not half and half, but there are definitely the fans who are like, "This isn't banned," and they would do that for anyone. And then I remember when I was starting, there was a lot of talk about like, "Oh, he's going to destroy himself. Like he's going to destroy his voice. He's going to destroy his body. Like why are they making this person do this?" Mm. Um, but that didn't happen. Thank God. I know you're here. Goodness. We're here now. We can, we can well, confirm. He looks great. All well, is Because well. after a few months in the show, I remember a lot of, like, the, the word around town was like, oh, my God, Ben is in, like, weekly vocal lessons. He's in, I don't know if he was doing PT or whatever. Like, everyone was yeah. like, he's not doing gluten or dairy. And he's, like, it was a really strict lifestyle he was living. And I think... And Evan, that was the precedent that was set. Okay. And, and yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, that's what I started to do. And, and the vocal lessons are part of it. Like, okay. that's mm-hmm. part of the deal now. Weekly sessions with Liz Kaplan. That's we great. We get PT if we want it. I never really went because I was okay, like, as a, like, young person. Sure. I was like, yeah, I yeah, can yeah. handle this. Um, and, like, I actually truly stopped because they were like, you need to, like, stretch more. And then I was like, you're telling me to do things that I don't want to do, so I'm going to stop coming. Uh, Relatable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, really. Which now I really need it. I need to stretch my hamstrings. I have the hamstrings of an 80-year-old man. But, uh, like, if you look at videos of me bowing, I bend my knees. Like, that's okay. how bad it is. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, that's part of it. And I actually started doing five shows a week because I was still in school. Right. Um, I was being tutored while all of it was happening, oh. uh, which is a whole other thing. And, and a couple keys were lowered and a couple of placements were not different, but just like protective. Mm-hmm. And But by the end, I was doing all the things that I wasn't doing at the beginning. Oh, so wow. okay. it, was, it was a total growth thing. Oh, that's really amazing. Cool. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So do you, I don't know if you know this or I'm sure you would. Is it a... Is there an alternate who does matinees yeah. for Jordan Fisher now yes. as well? Yes, it's okay. every, every Evan. It I started with smart. Ben. It I started think, with you know. Ben. Ben started doing six because, like, you know, around Tony's time, he was like, I need mm-hmm. someone else to be to carry some of this load. Um, so, so, yeah. He was also doing all the press leading up to it, too. All the so press. I'm sure that he was, was doing horrible. eight a week, which is impossible to think about. It was um, and impossible for a person to do, and and he, he sort of hit Evan. His end. Evan has like four eleven o'clock numbers, you know. Yeah. Like it. I mean, I'm I'm just like throwing it. Out I mean, there, he doesn't leave the stage. Yeah, mm-hmm. he leaves during requiem, and then like a couple very short times mm-hmm. in Act Two. Barely any pee time. Yeah, <laughs> barely any like like it's really yeah. I it's and it's a long show. Like it the is bo- a long there's, show. There's a lot of book in there. It's funny because because Ben's was about two and a half hours, and pretty much everyone after him is like another 10 to 20 minutes oh, wow. because he talked so fast. He, I'm like, it's just not human. It. It's Talk just not human. Fast. And I talked fast, but I would take like pauses and sure. Michael Greif would be like, please, I need you to stop taking pauses. Uh, but, like, I was like, I don't know what to do. Cause mm-hmm. especially toward the end, Jessica Phillips, who's currently playing Heidi and is incredible. Oh, yeah. He's the same mm-hmm. and like, we'll really take pauses. So okay. we would just feed into each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> just like not sound like a real conversation anymore. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it got long and oh, I got wow. in trouble very often for it. Wow. Being so long. would that note come from like stage management? Is it would come from stage management. It would come from, there was a time where the only notes I was getting were like pages of like, pick up this cue, pick up this cue, say oh, this faster. Wow. Um, yeah, it's a very, they're very, Greif 
really really loves to to note mm-hmm. and it's it's incessant but it gets us where we need to get yeah were you a fan of his work before oh my god of course i, I mean I rent can... <laughs> changed the game for me mm-hmm. of just like i saw the movie obviously but then i saw it at new world stages and like the, that was that off broadway mm-hmm. oh my yeah. god yeah it was the first production i saw of that and i was like this is a I didn't know we could do this. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't know this was a thing that it could be. And then, obviously, like, next to normal, I fell in love with I didn't get to see it, but I've yeah. watched many a bootleg. And, <laughs> and there's a there's a great Jessica Phillips bootleg. Yes, there, there is. Yes. The, one I, the one I watch a lot is it's the whole original cast and Brian Darcy James is Dan. Okay. Oh, I haven't one. seen that. That's my favorite one. Okay. I think... It's it's I love Brian Darcy James so much and maybe this is my drama at the end but I have to say ah. it now is it, <laughs> is he has so narrowly avoided winning a Tony at every turn <sighs> at every turn every turn I know you're so right he replaced in the Ferryman he didn't do next to normal to do Shrek which mm-hmm. he was nominated he was for. nominated yeah um and then there was like, he was he nominated for something rotten no I don't think so I don't so. think so because Christian Borel won that season yeah. for featured right but yeah Brian's amazing. <laughs> Brian is a treasure. Yeah. And now he's doing like TV. He's got yeah. like 13 reasons oh, wait, why. Good him. Oh yeah, he, right. he did do Hamilton. Yeah, he was the king. But then he didn't do that. And he right? didn't do it. <laughs> he didn't do the original cast of Hamilton. He he puts down the the um the foundation yes. for all these roles, I think. <laughs> and yeah, you know? and then he just narrowly avoids yeah. like he would have won for next to normal, which is probably. Oh, he's so oh, yeah. great. Now, okay, so that off-Broadway rent. That was like when they kind of like tweaked a couple of things. Wasn't Annalie Ashford in that? Annalie Ashford was Maureen. It was Adam Chandler Barat, who uh, I immediately fell in love with. Oh, yeah. He's as amazing. Mark. Um, and it was sort of what I've heard is that it was Michael sort of being like frustrated for years and years of like he can change mm-hmm. the show. And so he's like, now I can do all the things yes. that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I mean, I mean, it was Adam Chandler Barat was Mark. Annalie Ashford. Um, was it Telly Leung or I, was that Hollywood Bowl? He definitely, he definitely did, did Hollywood Bowl, and he also did the tour. Who was, it was someone really. I know Taylor Trench has <gasps> a really funny story because he was a cover in that show, oh. and he almost went on as Angel. But no, <laughs> I love Taylor <laughs> Trench. I adore Taylor Trench as a performer, as a person. He is perfect. He, yes. is, he understands the assignment and nails it every time. Every time. Every time. He just doesn't complain. He, oh my God, his Evan was so gorgeous and, and i've heard i've heard that too yeah <sighs> heartbreaking i wish i could see every single evan i know they're all so different yeah. that's mm-hmm. the thing is is that's what's cool and and that's why i get so frustrated with like the rankings that everyone tries to uh, do i'm and, sure that yeah because there's no way mm-hmm. like there's no way to compare and and it's actually funny because jose was my driver the year and he's driven all the evans okay. so he's seen all the evans he's come yeah. to see every one of them and he's like i can't compare you to the rest because there's no like you're all totally different leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, he also had notes for me, which was very funny. Oh uh, my god! I, I love him. He's Jose, like, oh, shout out. That's so great. Oh my god! <laughs> really, really funny. Um, he he he's. I've been told he's had notes for all the Evans. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's amazing. Uh, yeah, everyone is so different, and I can't wait to see to see Jordan and yeah. Sam just got nominated for an Olivier. I know. Sam oh is so cute. I'm recently I, I, obsessed with him. Yes. We watched the video of you all doing Four Forever. That's like my favorite thing, and and for a while oh, that was yeah. all anyone would like talk to me about because like it's so good. It's, so, it's good. so good. Oh my god, it's beautiful. We actually recorded that. I was the only. So I was the only Evan in that video who was actively doing the show. Okay. So I recorded it on a different day than the other three. So I went in and laid down like the sort of bass track, basic track, and then everyone else, the three of them were together. And did, so I, the first time I heard the track was on that day that we were filming. Oh. So, we, so you did all film together. We did all film we together. Like, Dylan was conspiring. Was, it looks like there's a yes. world where it couldn't have happened. <laughs> where it was just you and Sam. No, it was. And then just the it, other it two. Yeah. Was, it was all of us. It was Stephen Anthony was on vacation because he was about to start full time on the tour. Robert Marcus happened to be visiting a friend in New York because okay. he wrapped up his run. And Sam was rehearsing in New York. And okay. I, so we were all, yeah, we were all like together. I was doing the logistics. I was like, I like know. maybe they were all in London. Like, what? We, <laughs> lo- we love watching things and trying to figure out what is actually there like yeah. plastic surgery what um green screen it's like did they film their not, scenes together? Like, especially in this business it's usually just what it looks like okay that's what i love about theater though yeah. like the authenticity part it's 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 brilliant exactly we don't think to do it any mm-hmm. other way right <laughs> okay so i need to ask you veering off from dear evan hansen unless dylan sure. do you have anything no, else about dear evan hansen okay we I like to ask our guests about their ring of keys moment which is inspired by the musical fun home which basically is that moment when you saw something or heard something and you thought oh 
performing arts, uh, theater, pop culture. This is this needs to be in my life forever and always, and I could see a career for myself for this. Do you feel like you have that moment? Yes, and I think I discovered sort of recently, I think it was High School Musical. <gasps> I was watching High School Musical on TV. Okay. I'd seen a Broadway, because I was like four when it came out, and I saw Beauty and the Beast before that. <laughs> and and I was oh, yes, yeah. watching, I saw Beauty and the Beast on Broadway, that was the first Broadway show I ever saw, but then I'm watching it on, like I vividly, it might be my first memory, probably not. I think Beauty and the Beast might actually be my first, but I vividly remember like going on demand to watch it. And like, and it was the first one, the first one. Okay. And I was like, Oh my God. Like, first of all, it set me up for like, for years. I was like in elementary school, I was like a real player with the, <laughs> with the cause I was like, I was like, so like, I was like, I just wanted to be Troy Bolton. Aspiring and, Troy Bolton. Yeah. I was course. aspiring Troy Bolton, yeah. except besides the basketball part. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that was when I was like, Oh, I have to do this. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know you could. Like, when I was eight, somebody was like, do you want to go do this community theater show? And I was like, this is a thing we can just go to do. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't have to be chosen by God or something. (laughs) Um, And I did, my first show was Annie. I was Mr. Bundles. Oh, classic. After that was my first role with like a song was LeFou and Beauty and the Beast and then that was like oh now I'm like Oh, look at that Beauty and the Beast then. I know, right? It really ties in. So I was, I was, that was when I started becoming like a character actor, which... I think is what Evan Hansen is. I think he requires a, wow. a character actor. I love that take. I think you're right. Well, look at Ben. Ben is a character yeah. actor. Taylor's a character actor. Oh, yeah. Jordan is a, like he's looks like a leading man, mm-hmm. but he's a character actor. Yeah. Like, so this is this this changes everything. High School Musical, I think, what is is amazing. It it expo it brought the musical. Because I don't know that there were that many popular mainstream TV musicals at yep. the time. I heard recently they did like focus group testing recently on the original movie, and the new generation like doesn't see the problem. They're like, why can't he just do both? And that's amazing. Oh my! Oh. I have I have chills. <laughs> like that's because of that movie. Yeah, that's why. Oh, like, fully, fully. God, we were watching, um, our friend was visiting us from out of town, and he had never seen High School Musical 3 senior year. Incredible movie. Mm-hmm. I saw it Which in theaters. Is, so do we, we, we went on midnight, the <laughs> the night it came out. We thought it was going to be like this big premiere moment, like everyone's going to be packed. There might have been 20 no. people. <laughs> That's what deserted. I just saw. Well, well, I just did that with Onward. I saw it like 6 o'clock uh, like the day before, and like literally nobody, because nobody's going to see movies right now. Everyone's I know. I'm scared of going out. Yeah. But um, cried my eyes out. We, we have tickets for after this. It's the onward. Yeah. I mean, it was made very specifically for me. But like, it's, it's a perfect movie. Like, okay. It's okay, one yeah, of my yeah. top Pixar movies. Oh, I can't it looks wait. gorgeous as always in Pixar oh style. It's incredible. It's incredible. It's great. And Tom Holland and Chris Pratt are delivering. Mm, oh, okay, I love yeah. Tom Holland. So if you, it, I know that we don't like to rank things, but like, what is your favorite of the high school musicals? The, the original okay. trilogy? Yes. I've been thinking about this a lot. I think the answer is two, then one, then three. Okay. But I love all of them so much like Mm -hmm. this is very difficult for me Mm -hmm. i think it's too because the music is just so good and like the conflict is really like well i'm concerned 100 yeah and sharpay is a full leading lady like tornado that's she was great ashley tisdale was so good so good in those movies oh my god and okay so we watched three recently and it's troy's movie i mean zach efron is a leading man i am he's great so here's my thing is that I'm straight, like, as far as I'm concerned. Mm. But, like, <laughs> I watched two, and I was like, that's the exception. Yeah. There he is. There he, he, is. He, he had the hair and the body. Oh, my God. He was, like, oh my God. at the everyman. Everyone was in love with him or wanted to Oh, be yeah. I was watching two and, like, sweating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, I was like. Yeah. Two oh was the movie where him and Vanessa Hudgens were date, still dating, I believe. I think, I think they were. In they the were, real world, yeah. In the real world, yeah. Think, yeah. And they Even would just, like, have, like, often, like, be sitting together, and she would just be giggling, and, like, they would just, like, sing these ballads. Oh, so good. So that movie, good. they taught me about love, those two. Yeah. Me too. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they have a very, like, pure love. It's so good. It's so good. And then High School Musical, the musical, the series, is genius. Have you seen that? It's, like, my favorite thing in the world. I'm like, with you 100%. 100%. I'm deeply, deeply, deeply obsessed with it. Like, I've seen every episode at least three times. Uh. And it's all I listen to, like... A, like unhealthily obsessed. My I, favorite, see, I wish you were on it. I know. I, could, I wish I was I on it too. That would be so up. fun. Um, my favorite know. song is "Wondering." It's incredible. Oh, it so yeah. good. They wrote that. The kids wrote these songs. Like I knew that Olivia Rodrigo wrote, wrote "All I Want." I think I heard that she also helped write "Wondering." Of course, she did. She is a force to be reckoned with. She saw 
Dear Evan Hansen when we met. <gasps> oh, and I was no like, way. I like bowed down <laughs> to her. She is, and she's also like the kindest person in the world. Aww. Is she tiny? So down to earth. Um, She's like shorter than me. Okay, so, okay. Yeah, tiny. I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh my God. That yeah, she's, um, she's oh, I love her. It's so good. I'm obsessed with Joshua Bassett too. Like he's That's just, the other exception. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's so cute. He's just so nice and like, like that Troy Bolton factor from the originals, like you really want to root for him and Oh, he's got such a compelling storyline, and I oh, that so that's good. that actually means a lot to me because my my parent my parents were getting divorced when I was like nine. Okay, and, and so theater was like ha- my house. Like it was mm-hmm. like the the theater the community theater that I was with was like healthier than home at the time, wow. as my mom put it. And like, and hmm. so watching, I don't remember it was the end of one of the episodes. He gets home, his mom has just like told him that he's leaving, and he puts his earbuds in and is listening to High School Musical. And I was like, ooh, like that. That I got Real. chills. Ooh. Like, yeah, that's that's big. It's wow. So, so yeah, good. that's the thing about theater too. Is it like it really is a home? Have you watched Encore at all? Oh, of course. Yeah, like that's like what you learn about all these kids who just I cry at every episode oh, every of Encore. I know. We need to catch up on that though. I know. I'm, it's been I'm a minute. Fine. That show's yeah. great. I've only watched the episodes of like shows that I like know and am fond okay. of. The Grease episode is maybe my favorite episode. We have not gotten there yet. I highly recommend it. I we. We did Greece in eighth grade. I did Greece in what I think was fifth grade. I See, was that, that's Zuko. insane. That is so insane. I actually, I, di- I just did it again like two years ago when I was duty and, <gasps> and Jordan and I joke about it a lot because he played it like hot on TV. Mm-hmm. He did, he did. And I played it more along the lines of Nick Kroll and Oh Hello. <laughs> oh my like, God. Like, like there's this one delivery where the line is, gee, she sounds really cool, Danny. And I watched the video recently and I said, gee, she sounds really cool, Danny. <laughs> like truly full Nick Kroll and you Jordan know, makes fun of me for it all Oh time. my God. You know, there's another duty in the room. Dylan. I, I am duty. a former duty. Oh my god Those magic changes What a song I, It's it, a bop Forever is stuck in my head It's so good mm-hmm. I was like We That was like Honestly like In terms of community theater That was mm. Show was one of the best Casts I've ever been part of So we were all like Topping each other Oh yeah So yeah, I yeah. did the like The thing that he does On the new album the, Yes like, Oh my darling Yes and yes yes I, yes like destroyed my voice. I remember that album. That just like that came out like a year or two before our production, and I remember like trying to do that. It's so hard. Mm-hmm. I and the mooning thing was I had to I had a callback for Roger, and I tried to stand. Yeah, it did not oh, go well. Mooning is an as an underrated bop too. I loved that cast recording. Mm-hmm. Was that like the Laura Austin? The Laura Austin and Max Crum one, yeah. Lindsay oh Mendez God. is on there. It's, it's an amazing cast. Robin Herter. Who Robin is Herter I am Marty. obsessed with Robin I know. We yeah. want her for drama soap. Matt Doyle is helping us get Robin <laughs> I saw her in a chorus line at City Center, and I was like, oh, was, no. Cassie, I'm right? obsessed with her. She was Cassie, and she's incredible, and she's so good in Moulin Rouge. It's oh, yeah. absurd. It's one of those featured performances that you're like, okay, she doesn't have much material, but what she does with it is so Every memorable. She's on stage. You're looking at her. Mm-hmm. You're looking at her. Oh my god, it's great. The way that her leg does that thing where it goes all the way up and like, she what? looks like a straight line. She looks like a straight line. Uh-huh. It's crazy. Oh my god. That bad romance number is oh, yeah. unreal. Yeah. I could watch I it. I hope they do that one in the counties. We'll see. Who knows? They probably oh. will do like the opening. They'll probably do the opening. Yeah. yeah. No, but that would be amazing yeah. if they mm-hmm. did that number. Mm-hmm. You're right, it will be the It opening. depends on who's nominated though. True. Very true. I think it'll be nominated for Best Musical. It will. I think yeah. it'll be here's the thing that I've been thinking about is that I th- I think Karen will definitely be nominated. Mm-hmm. I think Aaron will be nominated because it's not a male-driven season, and he's very good in the show, but mm-hmm. it's like, for them to break their we're not nominating Aaron Tveit rule for this show is <laughs> yeah. very funny. Andrew, you're so funny. We, Dylan, was, Dylan talked this, about this all the it time. It was my dose of drama a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. I think that it's finally his <gasps> nomination. I think it is, too, because mm-hmm. who else? That's the thing. It, there's so many women this year. And there's no men. There's, no, men. There, there's be... no male lead in company. There's no male lead in six. There's male leads in... North Country, but it's it's more ensemble. Yeah, and we focused. haven't seen Diana yet, so I don't. True. We don't. Know and we haven't seen Flying there. Over Sunset. Yet, That's true too. Which could be that could be two right there with Tony Asbeck and Harry. Hatton. But we'll 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 Isaac will get nominated, mm-hmm. and I've been keeping a list. That I, I don't think anybody. I don't. Think Andrew, I love that you're Jackie. into nominations and stuff because oh. it's Connor Knight. Every subway ride, I home. won. Our Tony bracket at the <laughs> I theater. Love that. Oh my I god! I won the money this past year. This past year, I won. I'm trying oh, to remember. Hang on, I'm pulling up my. That's so funny. Well, because also. There, so we, I don't know that there's a male lead in Jagged. I don't think they're not. They're not putting anyone. It's the women, for it. but I think maybe Brennick O'Connor for Sing, Sing Street, Street, which right, he's he featured could, though, right? He he, we, we saw it off. He's the lead of the yeah. show, and then yeah, the last Rob McClure was the other one. Oh, Rob McClure. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, I think that'll be it. I hope so. He's a genius. He deserves it. But like, will they do that after Tootsie. just giving it to Santino? I know. But he deserves 
to win, and I'm still to this day mad that he didn't win for Chaplin because that was one of the best performances. Oh my god, Chaplin! We talked about that. It's a blind spot for me. Shoon on last week, and she was in Chaplin, and she or a couple weeks ago we had her on, and she talked about how like that was like one of the shortest runs ever, but it's like something that has affected so many people. It's so sad Mm because his performance in that was beyond anything I've ever Mm -hmm. seen in my life. I can only imagine. It was uh, he. He is also one of the kindest people in the business. Uh, We saw him on the Something Rotten tour twice. Mm -hmm. He's amazing. He he is the most committed person to everything ever. He almost did Star Wars actually. Oh, Um, but he was busy with Doubtfire. But yeah, Yeah. he was like slated to do it until the Doubtfire dates. Okay, we need to talk about Star Wars. Sure, which we came to see. Oh, good. I'm glad. Wait, which which ones did you? Which one did you? The which second, one did you get? The second. Well, like the, we, the seven the, p.m. of this past one. Okay. Okay. It, it was truly the one of the most deranged and wild nights ever. Yeah. And I loved it. Yeah, I loved yeah, yeah, every yeah. second of it. You know which song is my favorite? Which song is your favorite? It's it's Han Solo's number towards the end of the show. Yes, that's my favorite I, too. It is, and you slayed it. Thank you. You got the vocals, kid. <laughs> no, for real. I, I love that loved song. it. I'm so glad you liked yeah. it. It was the most fun night. Of my life, like everyone was, was so fun. solid in the cast too. It was crazy, and mm-hmm. and and it's funny because this this like cast that we ended up with like, and I love all the people that we did last time like, truly, truly, truly. But this cast that we ended up with, I was like, these are not people that I'm asking a favor. Mm-hmm. Like these are people that I know that I can like have on order forever. And oh my god, it was so fun. And I those people really all like we're just like mm-hmm. yeah we're gonna come do this silly thing like everyone knew exactly what it was that they were doing. Uh. It was insane. It was the most fun. Oh, it was, it was you know what I was thinking about watching it is A New Hope, Star Wars A New Hope, which of course this, for those listening who don't know what this is, this was a musical yes. of Star Wars A New Hope, aka the first Star Wars movie that came out. Right. And you wrote it when you were in either middle or high school. Yeah, I right? was in I was in eighth grade and my friend Adrian and I okay. wrote it together and and uh yeah. Yeah, that's, it's a that's, straightforward movie, and I think it makes for a straight, like a good music. It's easy I to follow, you know. Agree. It just, it's 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 the okay. There's a lot <laughs> when we wrote it. We were like, we would be watching the movie, and then we'd pause the movie and be like, okay, how do we put that scene on the stage? But that would result in a lot of unnecessary scenes <laughs> that we ended up cutting okay. for time at Fifty Four Below. Okay. So it just turned into like a much tighter and stronger <laughs> show because we cut the like the the fat. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a space opera. It's like yeah. it's a classic hero's journey. Um, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Oh, it's and so good. So yeah, it totally translates very well. I it think. really does. And Antonio was so good as Luke. Uh, Antonio you, Cipriano. I, I'm happy you saw the seven o'clock. But at the nine at the nine thirty, he was like, he was like, just in it. Like he was like, <laughs> he was like, all right, no holds barred anymore. Like yeah. I'm just gonna go for it. He was the because he was the only new person oh. besides Sadie. He was the only new person who like truly had no idea what they were doing. Who was Luke last time? Gaten Matarazzo from Stranger <gasps> Things. Dustin from Stranger yes, Things. Yes, who was amazing. It was supposed <gasps> to be Antonio the whole time, actually, okay. but he had some like vocal troubles at Jagged yes. and stuff. So like he was out for a couple days. So he was like, they really want me to like stay in, and I think I should. Um, so I texted Gaten, who had seen Dear Evan Hansen, and I was like, I know you're gonna say no to this, but like, do you want to be Luke Skywalker? And he was like, Yes. Like, <laughs> Unequivocally, yes, I want to do this. And he was, he like led the cast. Like, it was unreal. When you emailed me and said that he was replacing, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were lying. No, it, like, I was like, what? Okay, I, I have funny. a theory about him, and I'm not going to look at Andrew or Dylan. I'm not trying to stir drama. I think he's going to be Jeremy in the Be More, Jeremy or Michael in the Be More Chill movie. I'm manifesting yeah, this. I have a strong feeling this is happening. I think he'd totally do it. He loves the show. I love that show. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And yeah. he would be perfect. I mean, he's a great amazing. singer, he's the perfect age. I hope they cast I see kids. This. I hope so too. I really do. It could be you. I would love to do it. I if it's between me and Gaten, it's not the first time we've been up for a role together. <laughs> oh, uh, and that I was the, yeah. how we met the first time was we were we were auditioning for a thing together, and he was like Andrew, and I was like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> he um, or what was I going to say? We heard Ben on a different podcast like last fall, where he made a hint that perhaps you hadn't seen the last of him as Evan Hansen, so it uh, might end up just being him. Like, who really knows what it's going to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so anyway, so what I want to say about Star Wars as well is what I loved is that we were we know the whole story. We know the prequel movies and then the you were able to allude to things that we learn in later movies or the prequels within musical numbers. That was brilliant. That was the thing that we were like Everyone knows Vader is Luke's father. Mm-hmm. Like let's not pretend that right. we don't know. Like yeah. let's make it a bit 
And I remember the first time we did it, there there was this thing that kept happening where Drew, during one of the transitions, Drew, who was Vader and Gaten, who was Luke, kept running into each other. Mm-hmm. And every single time, Gaten would go, Dad? And, and Drew would go, Son! And then they'd just pass by. <laughs> it's very funny. Um, That's great. Yeah, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That like And like we have all sorts of... We've started writing more. Oh. Um, breaking news. We'll see. But uh, <laughs> we'll see what happens with those. But yeah, I, I just thought like... We shouldn't pretend that we don't know what happens because right. we know what happened. Oh, it's yeah. still exciting, but like the Vader thing is not that like groundbreaking anymore that mm-hmm. he's his father. Like it's the most well known pop culture thing mm-hmm. I would say in this country, probably in the world. Yeah. So, I was talking to my dad about it, who like was a young you know, a young man when Star Wars came out. He was like, No, that was like the biggest twist in, I know. in cinematic history. Like <laughs> well, no nobody, one saw it coming. Nobody <laughs> knew except for George Lucas and Mark Hamill. Nobody oh. knew. Oh, and then cool. like James Earl Jones who recorded it. Yeah. And James Earl Jones like thought Vader was lying. Mm. Like he was like, oh, I wonder how they're going to play out this lie. But like, no, that's for real what it is. I just watched a documentary about this. Oh, oh cool, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, but Oh, how cool. That's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, I, it was crazy. And it would be crazy today, but like, well, not really because we have Star Wars, but like, sure. uh, yeah, we just all know. Right now. So I was like, let's not pretend mm-hmm. that we don't know. I'm trying to think of like any other major like plot twists in like a long running series or something that like gagged everyone. Hmm. I guess like when reading Harry Potter, finding out that have you read Harry Potter? Yeah. Okay. Finding out that Snape is like actually like a good guy. That yeah, was like yeah. a pretty that was a huge twist. Yes. Um, oh wait, what's yeah? Snape's the half blood prince. Snape's a good guy. Yeah. yeah that's end of High School Musical one. three. Finding out who gets into Juilliard. I mean, wow, what a moment. Wow. I <laughs> well, finding out that Darbus submitted Troy. A gag. Okay. My- <laughs> so the first time I watched. Not the first time I watched. The first time I watched High School Musical three after a couple of years was like a couple months ago, and we get to the part where Ryan is accepted into Juilliard, mm-hmm. and I start sobbing because oh. <laughs> you look at Lucas Graybeal's face, and he is so happy. Yeah, and he's a genius. He's unbelievable. Like, carries so much of that movie in many ways. Like, he's all three of maybe them. the strongest. I know. Performance in I those think movies. so too. Yeah, I think so too. Well, and then Corbin Blue, who has become a full-fledged and Broadway star. And now he's star. doing a if you can. Really? At, yes, like, at the Arena Kennedy Stage. Center? It's at Arena, Arena Stage. Stage. Yeah, where Jeremy <gasps> Hansen began. Oh, I have to go. I, we'll, we'll go together because I, just, <laughs> you know, that's my favorite show. But yeah. it's so oh, it's right. so cool. You know, in this post-Hamilton world, we're just kind of going like, you know what? Although this is a bio musical. It doesn't matter that. Yeah, and it's not like it's a revival exactly. unless they bring it to Broadway, which would be awesome. Yeah, you're telling, maybe you're it'll maybe me. Maybe it'll get the credit it deserves this time around because people score. weren't obsessed with it. It's score's amazing. I th- I think it needs to be less polished, in mm-hmm. my opinion. That's what the show needs, and and I love Aaron Tveit. I think he delivered a very like clean, polishy performance, which totally worked for him. Yeah. When I was doing the show, I was like, this is not working for me, and. What actually did it, and I wrote an essay about this for the Jimmys, because you have to write an essay for the Jimmys, which was weird. Little um, known fact about the Jimmys. Little known fact about the Jimmys, you have to write an essay. Oh my God. Accepted. Um, I wrote an essay about how the thing that got me into Frank Jr.'s head was I read Catcher in the Rye oh. in school, and it was my first encounter with an unreliable narrator. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, he's lying to the audience. Like, yeah. like Because Frank narrates so much stories. He's like, this yeah. is what happened. It was all going very well. And I was like, why is everything going so well for him? Mm-hmm. Like, And then I read it and I was like, oh no, he's lying. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Mm. And so that was that was when I really started to, to dive into his psyche and I'd kill to do that role again. It is not a role for me, but I can't do it. <laughs> oh my God. Why not? Why not? I, hopefully I can, I have a couple of years to like get hot and then yeah. I can. <laughs> oh my God. Your resume, you've done like a lot of those like amazing, like you were in Rent. I was, I played, I played Roger. Oh, you were Roger. I was yes. Roger. Isn't that hilarious? You're a Mark to me. I am a Mark, mm-hmm. but there was just this other kid who could not have played any other mm-hmm. role and he was like very good. So it just, and I was like, the only person who had like a sort of rock voice. Sure. So that was how it played out. And I was like, uh, okay. And I remember I never mind. I shouldn't say what I was about to say, no, but I, 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 um, I play, yes, I played Roger and it was very funny. And I, that was sort of my beginning of like my like leather jacket wearing okay. roles that I was okay. like, I've never done anything like that, but I played Galileo and we will rock you, which okay. was the most fun. And, and you did, um, Tommy, Danny, Danny Zuko, right? I did, I, I did Danny Zuko when I was younger. I played okay. Judy in, in okay. the more okay. recent one, but I played Tommy in the who's Tommy, which is my other like favorite role I've ever <gasps> done. And that's Love. coming. That's coming. It is yeah. coming. I don't know what they're doing with it. Wait, it is next yeah, year. Well, 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 well what I don't did he know say? He said he's like, he said he's going to make it like a phone thing. Like, cause it's like the mirror and like we're always staring at the black mirror, black mirror. you know so like oh, wig. that's what he said so I hope it's not too on the nose but like I, I'm excited about it yeah cause it's who is, who's directing it it's Des McEnough is doing okay, it again okay great yeah um, 
That's cool. Well, okay, when a I have to ask you. You're famously going to Harvard. I am. Do you think you'll do music there? Yes. So, yeah. so my plan is to concentrate because they are called concentrations. They're not majors. It's Harvard. Harvard. Um, I'm planning. <laughs> what? On like it's hard. <laughs> That's what I've, everyone started calling me. L Woods. After. Uh. <laughs> um, but uh, I plan on concentrating in theater, dance, and media, but focusing on like directing and writing and, Love it. and dramaturgy and also music composition. So I'm excited. And also just like the 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 blind spots for me that are like Shakespeare and uh, dance. I don't really have much of a background in, so. I really want to just expand the things that I don't know. And I was worried about, you know, if I just majored somewhere in like music composition, then I feel like I'd come out and not write music. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to do everything. So that's you have such point. a good head on your shoulders. Thank you. I know. Because I remember when it, when I'm Jake joking. asked, like the internet did go crazy. That yeah. he's so young. Where do you go from here? What do you do? And you're making this amazing decision to keep learning and growing. Yeah. I, I mean, that's sort of what I. That's how I like to think I got here was that I always had the mindset of I will never be done growing mm-hmm. and, and it will take a lot of time for me to get here. Obviously, I got here yeah. faster than I or anyone had anticipated, which I'm so thankful for. But I, that doesn't mean I, you know, this whole year has been a year of growth and learning from the people around me. I've been in the best conservatory I could have oh, gone yeah. to. So, like, Aww. why would I go to, uh, you know, a Michigan or something sure. where I get accepted into a school like that? Just because I want to, you know, I, I that's where I, that's what mm-hmm. I've been doing. So I want to yeah. try other stuff. So oh, that's so, that's so amazing. I mean, and of course you can always like, you know, take a semester off if you do get cast in exactly. like a be more chill film or we, something. We've all <laughs> sort of been like, yes, that's okay. Like if it takes longer, that's okay. But I will uh, graduate with a degree. That's that's the plan. Do you have any siblings? That. I do. I have an older sister and okay. I have two cousins who we were pretty much raised together. So okay. they're like brothers to me. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. That's awesome. Is there any, is anyone else musical in your family? Yeah, um, my, my, brother matt is is like knows every instrument that there is um it's sort of skipped generations okay okay that but happens, uh, yeah. but yeah i'm i'm the first like singer okay in my family and that just came from like seeing shows as a kid yeah i don't know i don't know how it worked but like i started like pick, playing the drums when i was really really little okay, and like cool. playing piano when i was really really little and it just sort of all came from there. It's very weird. Uh, and when was your first trip to a Disney park? Okay. Because <laughs> I know that you were, I mean, you're repping a Disney World shirt today. Yes. Like... I think that's my other Ring of Keys moment. Okay. Because <laughs> I was less than six months old when wow. we went the first time. Because when, my, when I was born, my mom promised my sister that nothing would change. And they had this trip planned. Aww. So they were like, we're just going to go. And they took me. I obviously don't remember it, but like... <laughs> I had the base set for loving immersion and escapism, mm-hmm. and I think the Disney parks. What's what makes them so strong is that it is theater. It's oh, theater sure. in its most immersive form. It's it's pure theater. One hundred percent. They literally call their workers characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was. That was that was. I think what it, the other thing that made me love theater is is. I lived in that world and I just didn't want to leave. And so yeah. I, that's what made me want to keep creating theater and, and being a part of, of theater that, I mean, yes. So that was my first trip. And I've, we went yearly after that for like literally three weeks at a time. We'd stay down there. Oh my goodness. Um, you know, like if we, we were to go together, you would be like, okay, we're starting here. We're doing this. We're going around. Yeah. yeah. I, we, we plan the perfect amount. Like, yeah. like we can work on the fly, but we have a plan for like, the, <laughs> like for the stuff that, for the stuff that we know we need to plan in mm-hmm. advance. Um, right now we really need to plan with like the star Wars stuff. We just oh, went yeah. for a couple of days and it's, completely bananas um but yeah galaxy's you, edge right galaxy's, galaxy's edge, edge. It's, it's unbelievable i've heard great things the the best way i've been explaining it to people is you have to look really really hard to find the words star wars anywhere oh because it's all so in universe and it just looks right like it just looks like star wars and oh. it's not based on anything from the movies it's not a world from the movies oh it's not it's its own new planet city in this planet that just looks right and feels like star wars and like it's I, it's absurd it's very it's, mandalorian in a way yeah yeah <laughs> it was emo- it was emotional for for me and my brother because like the new ride is truly truly like beyond anything i've heard that ever done. yeah it's it's the best one it's the best ride and we get off and just like hugged each other oh. We were like, oh my god like like 
like we did it. Like we felt is like that, we accomplished something. Is that something. in Hollywood Studios? Yes. Okay. And have you done Pandora? Yes. Okay. Which up until this has been like Flight mm. of Passage is the best. Yeah. That, we, we haven't been since like 2012 or 13, 2012. Oh, yeah. Pan- Pandora is unbelievable. And what's so great about it is like, we don't remember that movie. No one could tell you a single character name in that movie. Like, Jake Sully. Okay. That's oh, the fine. only one. That's <laughs> fine. Okay, fine. Which is like what makes that so cool and mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Because you're like, what is this place? Like, it's so cool. Avatar 2 will probably change that yes. at least for a time. But like, sure. It's really cool. Interesting that Disney decided to really go all in on Avatar Land. Well, it's funny because they did that like when it was still hot. Okay, yeah. So then they were like, oh, wait, nobody cares about this anymore. Mm. But it fits so well in that park. And Joe Brody, who's the Imagineer, the lead Imagineer on uh, um, Animal Kingdom, like what he did with this land is beyond. Like, uh, I I, could go on. I I, I need to go so badly. I kind of love the idea of this very popular film having its own land and maybe it being the thing that introduces people to that movie, you know? Like, if they haven't seen Avatar, they're going to Pandora, which is why I loved in Tower of Terror, which, R.I.P. It's still in World. It's still in World. It is? Yeah. Okay. I I don't think they're ever going to get rid of it in World. Okay. Because there's nothing they... Cause, cause, okay. Here's my theory. We have a lot of theories about, like Matt, my brother, and I just go back and forth discussing That's awesome. this stuff. Um, so they replaced it in California with the Guardians of the Galaxy ride. Okay. There is a Guardians of the Galaxy ride coming to Disney World in Epcot in a totally different place. Oh. So I think Tower of Terror is completely safe. Oh, thank goodness. We can breathe. That, that's I, amazing. I've been like hear. devastated about it because like, I just felt like it was so specific. It was. It's not really Disney, but they make yeah, it. The you know thing what I mean? Like, it's cool. Like, it, it, it is intellectual property, which I think is the thing we all talk okay, about. Is yeah. like, is like, oh, they're littering the IP all over the place. But like, that is IP. But now it's sort of become its own. It has a life of its own. So I don't, I don't think. And it, it started in World. It, the first one is in World. The better one is in World. Mm. So yeah, I don't think they're ever gonna. World is it. Florida, right? Yes. Okay. Do you? There was this like movie that was on Disney Channel when we were kids, and it was like in a haunted hotel. Do you remember this movie? Oh, the Tower of Terror movie. Is that the Tower of Terror movie? I think you're thinking of the Tower of Terror movie. It okay. was. I made a Tower of Terror movie, and it's like, yeah, it's pretty good. And that's based on the ride? It's based on the like, ride. Ba- which has like Twilight Zone yes. influences. Okay, okay. Oh is the God, movie so on Disney Plus? I believe the movie is on Disney Plus. Okay. I also have a VHS of it somewhere. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, there's that movie. Pirates of the Caribbean is also based on the ride. Mm-hmm. Haunted Mansion is based on the ride. Um, that is... That's it? It? They also made comic books based on a lot of the rides, which are amazing. You, you're a, you know everything. I'm really, really bad yeah, about yeah. this. Yeah. What? So, like, what is like the number one thing that you would sit and encourage people to do if they were to go right now to Disney World? To World. I mean, if you can get on Rise of the Resistance, get mm-hmm. on Rise of the Resistance. That's the new Star Wars ride. Like, it's an experience. Okay. It's unlike anything I've ever experienced. I am personally a particular aficionado of the Haunted Mansion. Okay. So, but I wouldn't be like, go on the Haunted Mansion if you know nothing about the Haunted Mansion. Sure. Like, I think you need a bit of background. I love to take people on the Haunted Mansion and like give the history to them. And yeah. It's funny because I remember doing this to them and I'm like, I'm going to torture you. And they're like, oh God. Like, I'm really... <laughs> and then by the end, like we get off and she's like, you know what? I learned something today. Like, there you like, go. There you go. I was like, Yes. We um, have a video of us as kids outside the Haunted Mansion, like, that's like an, an old, like, camcorder, and we were terrified, but we were, like, trying to, like... Oh, my God, it's it, so gay. It's, yeah. <laughs> Wait, we're, like, six years old, and one of us is like, welcome to the Haunted Mansion. Like, it's so... Yeah. It's vintage. It's, it's loosely based on a character from Scooby-Doo, the Zombie Island movie. Oh, wow. Have you ever seen that movie? And... We were too scared to go in, but then we went back eventually later, and it's it's amazing. There's so many hidden Mickey's too. Right? Yes, yes. I mean everywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Wait, company has what? What we could call it hidden Mickey's. Yeah, my boyfriend came with us to company, and it's like hidden thirty fives everywhere. It's like all over the stage. Oh, I love that. I guess, is this hun- spoiling the company? And, and Hunter know. was like, "It's like hidden Mickey's." We're like, "Yeah, it honestly, yeah. Is, if you watched all the scenes, I love that. It's so cool because it's like, yeah, Bobby's turning thirty five, and perhaps that's one of the big things on her mind during this <sighs> birthday vignette remembrance, mm-hmm. or perhaps happening in you know it's what I mean? Amazing. So cool. Okay, I feel like we should start wrapping. We're starting up. to wrap up. Yep. Although I am gagged for this convo. Yeah, Andrew, you are so full of knowledge. Thank you guys. And you're I, so I'm cool. loving this. This is so um, fun. Yay. Okay, so we like to end on a dose of drama, which yeah. is like something that's on our mind, something we're thinking about, mm-hmm. something that's, um, you know, maybe based on this conversation. It could be something you were, you've been binge watching, maybe something you just saw, maybe anything on your mind. I, I think I'm going to kick it off today. Go you're going to kick it I'm off. I'm going to kick it off. It's, it's inspired by company. So I, 
I think it's my favorite musical of the season. Yeah, you, I absolutely as love you noted the production. And I think sometimes when we talk about things we love, or even me on this podcast, sometimes I'm like not going to talk about something that I don't love about something. Right. And there was a casting decision made in company that I am just not thrilled with. And I want to acknowledge that. Just that's my drama. It's dramatic. It, it would be a perfect production, perhaps if this role was given to somebody else. And that's all I'm going to say. No shade at all. I am not trying to be shady in the least, but I'm just, I have to, I have to be, I have to be real. I have to be real and be like, I loved the show. I wish maybe somebody else was in this part. And that's all I'm going to say. On out that. of respect, you're not going to say Out of respect. It. But okay. you know what? Like, I think it's okay to have, you know, obviously it's okay to critique things and still love them and be like, you know what? I would have rather somebody else in it. I loved it anyway. I would totally go back anyway. Yeah. And I think that's what's cool about theater. Um, and you still did love a lot of things about their performance. Sure, absolutely. I think absolutely. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and I'm not going to say because it's not. it doesn't matter, but I think it opens up a larger conversation about like being able to critique and still... Still enjoy something. Still enjoy something. Still yeah. be respectful in that critique. I think sometimes people are like, oh, I hated this performance. And it's like, no, I didn't hate this performance. I loved the production. And I think it's like my favorite musical of the season. But yeah, I don't know. I think we can critique with respect and it's okay yeah. it's okay yeah you know yeah i completely agree with that yeah completely. thank you andrew thank you all right dylan i, I have some drama spell. and this is this is to i'm not gonna call them fans but the listeners of this podcast oh here we go there was a string of episodes from like <laughs> the beginning of launching this through like february in which we happened to have people who tied into the musical spring awakening and i think people got a little over spring awakening that was like our rent in many ways like, got we, it we were obsessed with spring awakening and i will say that the, the, there will be a drought now to everyone who complained about too much Spring Awakening talk. This is not the last you've heard of that beautiful, brilliant musical, oh, that's but right. it will come back again down the line, and I promise we'll continue to have great content, whether you like it or not. And also on Awakening. that, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find one of the most talented, you know, the, the most talented people of are in their like mid to late 20s were probably in Spring Awakening, probably. whether it was the tour, mm -hmm. the revival, you know, at some point. So I think that's also why we had mm -hmm. so many Spring Awakening cast members on because they're all still working and they're all great. But anyway. Well, that, that show for me was, okay, so I had never seen that show. Okay. The first time I saw it was very recently. My friends did a production on Long oh, Island. Oh, fun. And I knew a lot of these people and this is, I guess now I'm talking about Spring Awakening, but <laughs> I, 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 I knew a lot of these people, but, and, and so Gabby Karuba, who's currently playing yeah. Zoe and I were like, um, we wanted to create something together. We wanted to write something together. And, and she told me she was very fascinated with stories surrounding boys will be boys and that sort of concept. Mm. And, uh, so I was trying to get inspired trying to get inspired. I finally see my friends in spring awakening and there's this new kid. His name's Brendan Kispert. I'll say his name on it. Cause he's great. And he played Hanshin and I was like, Oh my God. Okay. First of all, this kid's amazing. Second of all, there's something very, very interesting about him with these three of my friends who are also in the show put the four of them together there's something very interesting and very dangerous mm. about that so we started writing the show and now we're doing it this summer with my company and oh I, my I, god it's not this is not the official announcement because okay. i don't want to talk too much about it because we don't have that's like, great that's official great. details yet but uh you'll hear about it soon and so love it i guess that's my drama that, yes. that's that i love that i love that. Um, it's sort of like a little little teaser a little right tease there. little yeah, teasy yeah. um yeah i'm very excited about it and like i'm normally someone who's very like I don't know if this was good. I don't know if this performance of mine was good. If this thing that I wrote was good, the play is excellent, and I'm very, very excited about it. Oh my god! It. I'm very excited for people to see it, and the kids who are doing it are unbelievable, and it's going to be it's going to be very special. That's I'm like part. That's who you are. Like even like with the Star Wars show that you did, like all these talented people just seem to flock to you, and oh, you, that's the creative very juices nice. all were flowing. Like, well, you know, I th I think it's I want to I know all these talented people, and I've been given this incredible opportunity. So like to give that to not share that with them would be a complete waste because there's also amazing and it's all these kids from Long Island like these yeah. these boys from Long Island these kids who are just so fantastic and we're and we're working with them a lot on like on like you know sort of what I've learned over the last year and what Gabby obviously already knows um she's directing it and so it's oh, cool I'm, yes lady director yeah this show needs it um okay <laughs> so I'm I'm very very excited about it and hopefully there will be more details very very soon I love it so everyone can keep up with you at and at Andrew B Feldman on Twitter and at Andrew B Feldman underscore. I know somebody took it on, on Instagram. Instagram. Oh, I know. Doesn't it suck? And it's like yeah. very difficult to change your username mm -hmm. if you're verified. Uh. You have to like call and they don't answer. So 
But it does. I remember that, once I got locked out of an account and I needed to like retrieve all the information and they had to have me send a selfie holding up a piece of paper with this special code written on it. Oh my God. And then they would cross-reference if it was really me and the person in the picture. Truly, like, comp- I mean, I'm grateful for the security. Like, so no one would try and steal my account, but like, what? Yeah. That's wild. But anyway, Andrew, you are... Amazing! Thank you guys so much I, for having me. We have not me. seen the last of you I, at all. I'm definitely not because I'm. I will make sure that I'm putting <laughs> a bunch of weird stuff out into the world. Yes. Well, the world is better for it. You're so talented you and so nice. All the rumors about you are true. You're just the, the rumors are true. Person. The rumors are true. <laughs> the rumors. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we'll. We hope that everyone follows you. Everyone follows at the Drama Podcast and stays up to date on all the latest. Shade and tea and all the fun things that go along with it. And follow me at Connor McDowell. Me at Dylan McDowell. And thank you again, Andrew. You're a gem. And Connor, I'll see you next time. Drama. Drama.